welcome to Deeply Rooted Online, where women encourage women by sharing scripture and stories of God at work. Well, hello, ladies. So good to have you here with us for one of our devos. Uh, we're glad that you've joined us. We today are going to be talking with Carrie, and she's going to be sharing with us um, a story about somebody who went through a desert experience. And we all have those, don't we? There are times of uh, trial and dryness. And so, Carrie, um, I just want to first of all introduce my other friends. I've got Martha and Val with us again. And so, Carrie, we'd just like you to go ahead and share what's on your heart. I think we've referred a lot to the past couple of years. I'm going to do that again today um, and refer to the last two years as as a desert. Um, I think the last couple of years has taken us to a place that some of us have been unfamiliar with, a place where we've had to actually depend more on God than we ever have. Um, it's been a lonely place. Um, the desert doesn't have community. It's got one entity and that's the Lord. And I think when the Lord draws you or brings you into the desert, there's a reason for it. And it's maybe because you need to draw closer to him and stop listening and putting your faith in other people but putting your faith wholly on him. And um, there's a scripture here that I love David and I love David's passion for God, but David didn't always feel that way. And I just want to bring us back to some scripture that um, gives us a little insight and it's first Samuel 23, 14. And if you have your um, Bibles close by, I urge you to pick it up and take a look, do a quick summary. This is when, um, David was being chased by Saul and um, Saul was hunting David. So David fled to the desert. And that's where this brings us in 1 Samuel 23, 14. It says, David stayed in the desert, strongholds and the hills of the desert Ziph. Day after day, Saul searched for him, but God did not give David into his hands. And this is, this is David seeking refuge from Saul, yes, but he also found refuge in the Lord. And I think that um, when you find yourself in the desert, in a quiet place, in a lonely place, there's maybe a reason why you've been brought there. Um, it's a time of reflection. It's a time where if you even look at Jesus, how when he was in the desert, he look to the Lord for his strength. It wasn't when um, the devil tried to tempt Jesus and say to him, oh, you're not that hungry. Here's some food. You're okay. And it was, it was God's strength. It was God himself in the desert. It's not a desolate place. And I think that's where this scripture finds us and looking throughout the Bible on what the de desert really means. Um, and I think my friends here have, you know, voiced some ideas of what they think. Does anybody want to go first, share first on what you think on, on the desert and its symbolic presence in your life would be? I find it interesting, Carrie, um, as well, that in most cases we talk about when you're in troubles and trials, you know, find community. The community is so important. And I think that that does have a place. 
And yet here we are looking at David and it's where God told him he will, he will take care of him in the desert. And I think that we forget that he's there in that desert. We sometimes look around and think when it's that lonely, that bleak, our situation, that God's not there. And that's actually something wrong. We need to chase after God and find him. And, uh, and so it, it sort of reminded me a bit of a time when um, uh, my husband had left. I had the five kids to, to, to raise and I owned a flower shop and I was working crazy, stupid hours just to make sure that it would run and I had enough money to, to look after the kids. But, um, and many times I thought, well, sell the flower shop. But it was the one job that gave me the opportunity because I owned it. I could go back and forth and be there for the kids when I needed to, you know, drop them off in the morning um, from their schools because we had to move. And so they were in their same schools, uh, be there for their, their pageants or whatever they were doing at school, um, you know, pick them up after their little half jobs that they had, their part-time jobs. It gave me that opportunity. But I felt I was in this little desert. It, it, no one was pouring into me. And I felt like, oh. I just feel so dry because I was so busy. Looking back, somebody pointed out to me, they said, do you see not see how God looked after you in that time? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? That because you were so busy, because you actually were a little bit isolated being so busy doing all this, you had no time for bitterness. You had no time for grief, uh, grief um, and um, worry. And because you're just so busy, God looked after me in my desert. And I thought, you know what? You're right. I didn't feel despondent uh, in that time. I felt carried in that time. So yeah. I just think that's a very interesting thought that our deserts are, are actually refuge places and God could be bringing us to the desert and we need to find him there, not look for him out of the desert thinking that that's our, our goal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Esther, you had something you wanted to share on that one. Well, you know, while David was in that desert place, he uh, was inspired to write a psalm, and it's Psalm 63. And um, it just reminded me that exactly what you were saying about how um, God meets you there, and He um, reveals Himself, and He, He, David, his experience clearly was being filled up to the brim. He says. Um, Oh, God, you are my God. Earnestly, I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. And then down at verse three, he says, because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live in your name. I will lift up my hands. And verse seven says, And you have been my help. And in the shadow of your wings, I will sing for joy. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. And so just like you were saying, Carrie um, and Val, that is exactly what God was doing for David in that desert experience was carrying him. He was holding him. He was filling him with uh, refreshment. And so I love the reminders that we have in the Psalms courtesy of David, um, during those experiences where he really experienced God in a new way. Don't you just love how the Bible is just so visual? Like Mm. you could almost taste the words. Yes. Yeah. I know. Well, when you say that, Carrie, about the Bible being visual, I, I was thinking of, um, I was thinking actually of the name of our podcast, 
we call it deeply rooted. And that comes out of an event we did and a verse that we read about plants being deeply rooted. And that's a visual, right? When we think, how do we get deeply rooted? So we are here talking about the Lord. So we'll be more rooted in Christ. And I thought of, um, when it comes to a desert, I thought of Psalm 1 and what it means in the desert to be deeply rooted. And the section of Psalm 1 I wanted to read was, uh, this is about the blessed man who doesn't walk in the counsel of the wicked. He's like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. This is in contrast to my house plants. Uh, <laughs> we won't have withering leaves and all that he does prospers. And I, I think when we're in a desert place, and I know when I've been in a desert place, that's why we want to be deeply rooted. Uh, I get this visual of the, of the oasis, right? With the palm tree near the water. And so even if um, often my deserts are maybe emotional where I feel burnt out or I feel lonely, or I feel like God has abandoned me, where are you, Lord? Mm -hmm. I don't get what you're doing here, and I don't feel your presence. But if I'm deeply rooted, um, which is by hearing God's word and knowing that God is there, I can kind of talk to myself. And I think we get that from David in the Psalms, that he's, he not only talks to the Lord, but he encourages himself to say, you know what, I can still, as Esther read to us, believe in God even when I feel like it's all going downhill. Um, and so I think that's what's precious about the desert is we do learn more about who God is and that he's faithful in our times of trial or dryness or whatever our desert might be. Yeah, I think you said that well. And I think that that would be my takeaway from this is God's faithfulness. Mm -hmm. So if you find yourself in a desert, it's probably not a wonderful place that you thought you wanted to be. And perhaps it's uncomfortable. And perhaps you're challenged just from the lack of food and nutrients. But that's where God wants you because he's going to grow you in his relationship with you. So don't feel discouraged when you're in the desert. Be encouraged. Such a good word, Carrie. Um, just, I re I'm reminded of one of my friends who said, you know, those desert experiences were hard, but I wouldn't replace them for the world. I learned so much. And so uh, ladies, if you have been encouraged by this today, uh, share it with your friends and join us again next time for another Devo as we dig into God's word and find refreshment there. Thanks for joining us at Deeply Rooted today. If God has been speaking to you and you want to connect with someone for prayer, email us at deeplyrooted at myharvestchurch.ca. Be sure to subscribe to this channel to receive notifications when new content is released. And finally, let's stay connected with one another and deeply rooted in Christ. Thank you.